The Moon Jae-in administration has been pushing to expand renewables since its launch, and it recently unveiled its goal to increase wind and solar power by at least threefold by the year 2025. However, the main opposition People's Power Party lawmaker Yoon Young-suk recently raised concerns that an oversupply in power due to increased use of renewables can actually cause blackouts and that Korea came close to experiencing eight blackouts so far this year. To give us an analysis on this claim that uh, renewable energy poses a blackout risk and how a pioneer in renewables is addressing this issue, we are very pleased to be connected to an expert in Germany. He is the senior project manager at Adelphi, a think tank and public policy consultancy on climate, environment and development. Gunnar Will joined us on the line. Hello. Good morning to Korea. Good evening from Germany. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, there uh, in your evening time, Mr. Will. Uh, As we know, Germany is a uh, renewables pioneer. Uh, They are well above the global figure with wind and solar generating 42% of the uh, electricity production in the first half of this year alone. Uh, These are numbers according to the uh, climate think tank Ember. Could you tell us more about Germany's relative success and uh, on this increasing reliance on renewable energies? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, as you correctly uh, mentioned, um, the share of renewables is is really high in Germany. We even uh, exceeded lately uh, a share of uh, 50% earlier that year. Mm. Um, And I think for 2019, we're even among the top five uh, concerning the globally uh, uh, installed renewable capacity. Um, And the targets are even more ambitious. Um, and uh, one fact I'd like to state, which is really astonishing from my perspective, is uh, the share of Germans who actively participate in this uh, development, because uh, nearly not, uh, 10% of our households have installed solar thermal, uh, and uh, I think around about 6% solar photovoltaic equipment. So they uh, actually participated in this energy transition for 2019. So this is uh, what is really good in Germany. Um, But, well, to be honest, uh, uh, this is the electricity sector. We are doing quite fine. But um, developments are not that good in the transport sector and the building sector. Um, So there's a long way to go in these sectors, to be honest. What would you say then, because I know there's always a debate over renewables versus uh, fossil fuels and and, uh, how it's difficult to make this transition both economically and uh, in terms of the logistics of this. But what are some of the benefits that have been uh, enjoyed by the country uh, with this uh, clean energy expansion policy? I understand that you plan to uh, abandon nuclear power completely by uh, 2022 and phase out uh, coal plants even. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's true. Um, well, um, I think one of the main uh, positive aspects is um, investments uh, in renewable energy really have uh, uh, grown tremendously. Um, they amounted up to uh, 14 to 16 billion euros per year um, in, in the last years. And uh, as a consequence of this, it also created a lot of new jobs. Um, currently, um, we think that it's around about uh, 350,000 people employed in the renewable sector. And you have to compare it to uh, 100,000 people that work in the conventional sector, often in in jobs that are more dangerous Mm. and less attractive. So I think um, all in all, well, that's, that's 
yeah, one of the main beneficial factors, a new industry branch grew up. Uh, we have great industries, uh, photovoltaic or, or, or wind turbine manufacturers that um, 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 produced in Germany. New jobs were created. And another positive side effect, um, electricity prices have been quite stable mm. because um, um, renewable energy uh, sources have been very competitive in, in the recent years in Germany. Well, then let's talk about what I mentioned in the introduction with this uh, opposition by some of the conservative politicians in Korea, uh, where the current Moon Jae-in administration would like to follow uh, your country's example and, and be uh, as expansionary with renewables uh, as Germany has, and we see the success. However, this uh, conservative lawmaker trying to point out that there is this increased risk on blackouts if you rely on renewable energy. Uh, What is your opinion on that uh, contention? Uh, Well, Henry, um, first of all, let me say it clear. I think it's it's a very important uh, question and issue uh, you address. Because, I mean, like Korea, Germany is is a strongly industrialized country. Uh, Industry is the backbone of our wealth and prosperity. And of course, um, we want to keep or maintain our competitiveness. So that's very crucial when we talk about energy policy. And uh, I'm, I'm very glad that, that German uh, policy also focused on this aspect. So they are not also, um, they are not only focusing on sustainability, but also on stability and reliability. And I would strongly advise Korea to do so um, too. Um, And the issue of blackouts has been discussed recently here in Germany since the start of our transition back in the uh, 1990s. And, well, um, in fact, I can assure you hardly any country in the world has as few supply failures as Germany. So in 2018, for example, there's the SADI index, um, which states the overall outage uh, duration uh, per customer. Um, and that was that number was down at 14 minutes per year. So um, uh, countries that strongly depend on, on industrial uh, uh, on fossil fuels like Canada, USA, uh, Italy, um, they have much higher rates than Germany. So I can assure you, so far we really managed uh, to keep a blackout not being an issue at all in Germany. So when we talk about these uh, examples of blackouts in Germany, uh, there's a power outage in Berlin's uh, Kopenick district last February. Uh, What you're saying is those are anecdotal accounts of uh, certain blackouts and uh, they may or may not be linked to renewables, but that does not necessarily indicate uh, compared to another uh, country uh, outside the world that does not rely on renewables. They don't necessarily have a better problem with blackouts, right, Is, is the point. Yeah, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So uh, in in our case, I mean, uh, you've been you mentioned uh, the incident in Berlin, Kaepernick. This really was an incident caused by a construction company. Um, I think, uh, by the way, they also uh, did a grave violation of of German laws. So um, I mean. You, you, you have to deal with the, the grid stability. Uh, if you talk about uh, renewable energies and energy transition, you have to deal with it and uh, you have to deal with blackouts as well. Mm. But if you focus on the grid management, if you maintain the grids, if you make them more flexible, um, you can make sure that blackouts are not an issue. But you have to address it, of course. Totally right. And you mentioned the grid. Uh, 
there have been apparently some concerns that uh, uh, a lot of clean energy being produced in the northern part of the country, uh, but uh, the the current grid infrastructure as it stands uh, doesn't have the capacity necessarily to transport it uh, to uh, the other more populated areas uh, south of Germany. Uh, How challenging is that in terms of, um, uh, A, of course, uh, relying and expanding the capacity for renewals, but at the same time, uh, making sure the grid also is is upgraded to the extent that 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 energy can freely flow and get to the places that it needs to? Well, it it, it is a big issue. It is an important issue in Germany. Um, I mean, we have this geographical limit uh, that most of our renewable production is uh, placed in the north due to the offshore wind potentials, while the main industrial areas are located in the south. So our grids have to be expanded. Um, They have to be much more flexible. Um, I think currently there are more than 60 grid extension projects in Germany containing nearly 8,000 kilometers of priority grid lines. So, um, yeah, the bare numbers show us Mm. that it's going to be a big project. And, I mean, if you talk to um, the grid operators, they will also assure you they have to spend a lot of effort to stabilize the grids. Um, Just to give you an idea, in 2018, um, Germany had grid investments of approximately 10 billion euros, most of it in the distribution system. So let's be honest, if if, if we want to have an energy transition, we have to deal with the grids. It's going to cost money. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a smart choice to do. And despite that, and we get the same debates here in Korea, uh, at those difficulties or challenges, it is still worth it for uh, the long term and for our future generations, right? Absolutely, absolutely. If we really, um, uh, if we really want to to stick to um, climate protection, to the Paris Agreement, um, I think renewable energy is, is the only way. And um, yeah, a, a stable grid, a flexible grid, a smart grid—that's one of the main factors that we have to deal with in order to to get all these renewable energies deployed. So, an important issue. Also, I mean. We also have to talk about um, 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 the local acceptance when it comes to to grid. So all these uh, aspects have to be taken into consideration when uh, you also talk about energy transition in Korea. Well, we certainly appreciate the insights uh, from Germany and and your particular perspective on it. Uh, Gunnar Will, uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. That was the senior project manager at Adelphi in Germany, Gunnar Will. This morning with Henry Shin on TBS EFM.